Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a new episode. It's Scarves Up! I'm your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. It's been two weeks since the Sounders' last game on uh, on the 27th. I believe that was oh, correct. Some month, yeah. Uh, you know, losing track of time. Dave Mamoudis is joining me. Hello, everyone. We've had a lot of time to digest this game against LAFC, which saw the Sounders lose 4-1 and exit the MOS is back tournament in the bubble. Let's start off uh, with with your with your thoughts. On the game, initially, once the final whistle, once the final whistle went, um, you know the Sounders did not look like the better team. They were pushed around a lot. They were put under a lot of pressure, um, struggling to keep the ball and uh, forced into some mistakes, which they paid for. Uh, both teams left some goals on the table, so, you know, it could have gone either way in the sense that if the Sounders had gotten a few easy bounces, you know, lucky bounces, you could have imagined it ending 4-3 Sounders, uh, but it also could have been 10-1 if LA had finished a few of the chances that they made for themselves. Yeah, this game was just utterly disgusting from the Sounders uh, I cannot think of of a game that we have looked worse, and it we we look slow. We look like we didn't want to be there. Just we gave away the ball so many times. Uh, we continued throughout the game. We 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 just didn't really go at them. We just let them uh, come at us and press high. We continued to try and uh, play from the back. Um, I don't think Fry ever took um, a goal kick in this. I think Svensson took all of them, which was which was weird. It's not like he's injured or anything, but Spencer did say he he wanted that uh, to happen. Um, and just everyone on our team just didn't look like they wanted to be there, except for Jordan Mar Jordan Morris. And Ladero, uh, whether that and was Nuhu, maybe. yeah, and maybe and we'll say Nuhu. Some some people would disagree that Nuhu didn't have that great a game, but he was making runs. Ladero on like uh, corner kicks or throw-ins, he was the one going to the ball. You tell he's trying to get it started, and no one's coming to him. No one's giving him help. No one's um, showing. Uh, uh, no one's showing for him. Um, and that's why he is our captain. Same thing with Morris. Morris looked tired. Morris always looks tired. But uh, with both of them, they were pushing just like in the Vancouver game. I was expecting, since it's a win or go home in this in the knockout stages, just like it was in Vancouver, we were going to come out like we did against Vancouver, which was great. That is not what we got, and the Sounders 
did not deserve to go through. I am not sure <clears throat> I found the Sounders performance as disgusting as you did. You know, to me, it's not clear that we played that much worse than we played against Vancouver, but L.A. is a much better team than Vancouver, especially Vancouver missing a few key players. Um, Except they're really not. NAFC, uh, the games that they are winning uh, by lots of goals, um, it's not because they are playing it's well, true. they weren't playing all that well. They did not play well. And, you know, we know that their defense is not very good, but if you can't get over the halfway line, then you have trouble scoring even if their defense isn't very good. They should when when they were playing well, they didn't score. Um Rossi had uh two goals in this game, I I think um and he had he had some really bad misses besides ones that were just complete uh, giveaways. Yes, LAFC if, if definitely it, could have, you know, had a lot of a lot of goals. They should have finished better than they did. And 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 it shows that they're not they're not a good team right now. They're not playing well as that they went out in the next round. Right again, not a great team. You know, not deserving the hype that Taylor Tolman, you know, or wants all them less wants to give them, but. Um, you know, everybody in MLS's back looked a little slow, maybe except Ozzy. Um, Diego Rossi was just nominated for player of the tournament. Um, uh, of course, the final is going to be tomorrow, so they just put out, uh, put that, that's when we're recording it. Final is tomorrow, Portland versus Orlando. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But he was just nominated for player of the tournament. You know where his goals are coming from? It's coming from this game against the Sounders and against the Galaxy. The Galaxy, they're just in... Like, this game was rare for the Sounders, but the Galaxy are just absolute trash right now. They have no one... Their defense is bad. They don't have someone who's going to score goals. And that's where uh, LA scored... Uh, all their goals. They couldn't beat Portland. They couldn't beat Houston. Uh, the only games they're winning are against us, who gifted them a win, and against the Galaxy, who any team is able to beat right now. They're not the no, same team as last year. I think you have to look at this in context. None He's of the soccer was that man. great. All the teams are thrown off their game. It's a weird situation. You know, you just have to look and say it's great that the league was able to keep the 24 teams who were in it from day one, you know, on the field, get all the games played, get through without even more of a major disaster than they had. And, you know, take advantage of the fact that they were the first league to, you know, get things up and going. And, you know, just it is what it is. And the rest of the season will have some of these same characteristics. We'll be glad to get through it. Everyone will be happy to see 2020 behind us and just wait till next year. But uh, to just put him in the player of the tournament and not and not have it solely be made up of Philadelphia and Minnesota and Orlando, and then I'm going to say the at least one, I mean, there is an actual nominated Blanco is, but... But to keep him just shows how, how much praise MLS gives uh, LFC. Uh, so let's, 
let's go into a little more detail on 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 the specific goals. They took the lead on on, on uh, a big deflection. Well, that was the. I have or no, no memory it, of them of their goals whatsoever. Well, there. Well, first <clears> there was a penalty. Was there was there a penalty in this game? I don't remember. Okay, but what what the? Yeah, there was a penalty on Ariega. Yeah, there. Yeah, the first one was Ariega's bad tackle. That was Ariega's uh, first uh, uh, first big mistake in the game. Um, just a. Uh, yeah, it was going to ground in a situation yeah. he shouldn't have. The ball is just at the top of the 18th. See, this is what happens when we wait, when we have to take two weeks off because the Sounders play so bad. This is what, uh, luckily, it doesn't happen that much since the Sounders are good. But this is what happens. So, th- so that was the first one. That was a penalty. That was tough. Uh, they got the second one um, via a big deflection off Shane O'Neill. This is just, this isn't Shane O'Neill's fault. This is just very unlucky. Was a little bit of a weird thing that he was doing there. You know, he could have easily got himself uh, called for a handball in the process of trying to do that block. Oh yeah, well he's also um, he's uh, but he's getting he got in the way. And it also it, looked like if he had just stayed out of the way, Fry had it. I don't know. I I, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was a very good hit. Um, so I. I uh, right, can't blame him either yeah. way. Unlucky bounce could have gone anywhere. And just also about Fry. Fry had a great game in the in this. LFC should have scored on him a couple of times, but he did come up with great saves um, in this one. Then it seemed like we had some momentum. Will Bruin came back. One of the only highlights from this: uh, Will Bruin scores uh, one goal, almost scored a second goal. Very close to that. Uh, but what did you think of Will Bruin's uh, first goal? Um, you know, it was great, a great finish. And obviously, you know, his first game back, if he had missed it, everyone would have given him the benefit of the doubt and said, you know, oh, of course, he's not fresh. But it was great that he was able to finish. And then he almost got a second one. Big airplane celebration from him on the on first one. It was, and it was a great ball put in by Joe and Jones. So... Two substitutes having a huge um, impact on the game right off the bat. And for a moment there, it looked like the Sounders were going to, you know, get a couple lucky bounces and equalize. Yep, he put in the ball. Joe Jones put in the ball um, uh, for the one that he missed uh, right after that. Um, But then Ariaga, mistake number two. Scuffs the clearance. Even... This one's even worse than the last one. Ariaga having a terrible tournament. Sounders Facebook group uh, f- members are just done with him. What do you think of Ariaga? Obviously, not a good tournament. What have you? What have your thoughts been? Because he's been with the team for about a year now. What are your thoughts about him? You know, and obviously we were not expecting he would be, you know, the clear, um, you know, number one and two choice for uh, for center back. So a lot more pressure put on him than there was certainly last season and than we expected to be. This well, season. he's he's not the number one. Uh, the number one for this season is Yamar. But what I'm saying is for that game, he was the number one choice. 
and you know Shane O'Neill. Shane O'Neill played better than him in this game. It's true. He's played better in, and I would say that in most of the games that Shane O'Neill has played, and Shane again, O'Neill you know, has Shane played O'Neill very plays well. A, plays a simple game, you know, doesn't doesn't try to do a lot of the things that Ariega tries to do, but you know, didn't fail at anything he tried to do. So that's a good quality in the center back, certainly. It's it's it ha- it's been happening too much. Um, Ariega, his decision making has not been good. He hasn't played in that many games, but he's also gotten sent off like three times already for the Sounders. Um, I'm not impressed. Um, uh, he, I mean, there are times he's not good. I mean, he, um, remember, he started in the LAFC game in the 2019 playoffs and played really well that game. Um, of course, uh, he's a, he, when he challenges, his challenges are always pretty hard. And in that game, uh, in 2019, um, uh, Jared Marufo, who was the same ref today, he was very, very lenient. Um, and he let a lot of hard tackles um, So go. I think Ariaga has, still has a lot of potential. I'm still excited to see what he'll come up with. You know, that said, you know, Chad Marshall, if you're not enjoying your quarantine and your back is feeling better... Um, you know, give us a call. We'll we'll connect you with uh, Brian Schmetzer and and see if they can make use of you. Um, and Definitely. Roman Torres also. We still haven't forgotten you either. Yep, still got it. Still got his jersey with me. So um, yeah, you know it, it. It is what it is. I I think um, you know it. It may have been the worst thing about the Sounders during that game, but I don't think also that it was the only thing that made the difference between winning and losing. So we had, so we talked about New Who looked good, and we talked about Jovan making a huge impact. Uh, uh, in this game, uh, I would say who had uh, probably the worst, who I thought played the worst, um, was Kelvin Neardum. Kelvin Neardum was was terrible and while he wasn't in the spotlight for the mistakes and he didn't have like a spotlight mistake which led to a goal he just was he never looked like he was never running fully he was never pressuring hard he was slow to get back uh, what did you think on Kelvin Neardom in this game I mean I think that's you know he can he can sometimes disappear offensively especially, you know, against a, a good attacking team where he feels like he needs to stay back. You know, sometimes long stretches of the game will go by and you'll realize he hasn't gotten upfield. I, w- I will also say, uh, though Svensson's mistake led to Brian Rodriguez's uh, goal, which made it 4-1, he had a... Uh, Svensson was another player who... And and this is just about his style and the way he plays with Ladero. He's always moving. He always makes good tackles. Um, I can't remember exactly how it how he lost it, yeah, but it was I very mean, rare from Svensson. Again, it was very, it very was rare. the tail end of the game. You know, down three one. We were depressed. The Sounders were depressed. Svensson was depressed. Uh, lost concentration for a moment, and you know, gave away the ball right in front of the goal and but, paid for it. But like Ladero and Morris, he was he. In in just like in the they seemed like they were still on Vancouver mode and they were still 
um, pressing, and they they wanted to be there. Same thing with Rodon. Rodon didn't really do much in this game. He sort of uh, uh, faded away, but he's but when he was on the ball, he was always running, um, and he he didn't look bad. Right. So again, it's hard to tell, you know, was it a was it a lack of effort or was it just, you know, lack of a little sharpness, which then with a good team pressing you, you know, made it into a depressing game where it was sort of hard to put much together against that pressure. Yeah, and, and you could tell uh, Raul was getting frustrated, um, blocked a couple of the Sounders' shots on goal, goal but again, it's hard to blame him for either of those um because he, he's trying to be in the right spot right. and again just you know the sounders if they'd been a little luckier on some of the bounces some of those balls could have gone in um and the shots that went off for all were sort of the the flip side of that you know just another way where the ball wasn't falling kindly for the sounders in that game and uh on another final bright side uh ethan uh dobelair uh, new young player. He got into the game for final moments. Uh, exciting fine. benefits of the five subs. And yep. I guess we're hoping that when the new games come up that the Sounders get a couple more players before. And, you know, thank you, Ethan, for playing. But we're hoping we will not see you very much. Exactly. As uh, n- Let's move into what they have... Recently announced uh, a phase one of the season coming back. Um, hopefully, uh, by then we'll, we'll, our team will be full fitness and we'll have Yamar and um, Jao Paolo uh, back. So for phase one, each team has six games except for Dallas and Nashville who are going to play each other. Uh, they're going to play each other twice in phase one and then they're going to play again later um, how they how they figured out the scheduling and how you know obviously they're yeah. just scrambling around adapting to what they can. We still um, don't know how the Canadian teams right. are gonna look if they're gonna play in the U.S. like like the Blue Jays. But they they said they might use uh, points per game for playoffs. I, I did see that yeah. if if someone loses a game and that makes me mad. If they're going to do that, then. Just call the season off. I mean, um, if we get to that point, I mean, uh, I, I said before um, that the season resuming would be based on um, uh, how well this, the MOS season resumes and what what it will look like. Um, uh, it's going to depend on how it goes for MOB. Um, and so far, MLB is uh, just barely hanging around. There's been a lot of tests there. Um, fortunately, they don't want to extend the bubble since we we finished the bubble. So it's hard to know if they should just call it off now. Or, but I don't know. We'll see how the soccer teams um, yep, manage them. See if the teams can operate in their 26 separate bubbles. I noted uh, so so for these games. Uh, they've said that it's, it's all going to be charter, all charter flights. Um, the teams are not going to, they're going to arrive um, on the day and leave that day. Right, so that um, seems not so, ideal for the traveling teams. Yeah, um, the, the way the groups work out, you don't really have to travel that far. 
Um, so, so. But it'll be interesting to see yeah. how big the home advantage is of not having to travel. And obviously, LA has the advantage that they can, the two LA teams can play some of their games yeah. without leaving town. And it's, um, it's also like, I wonder if the Sounders will still, will still bust down to Portland. Um, if they have to be there day of. I mean, it's, it's just about being. Being fresh. That will be the Sounders' first game. That's on the 23rd uh, at 7 p.m. in Portland. So we're going to, yeah, so we start off at Providence Park. Um, should be an interesting one. We didn't win there the last time we played there. Um, but with no Timbers Army, it's going to be very strange. Um, so it's going to also be going to be very, very strange if. That's the first game they will have played since the uh, MLS is back final. Um, so, if, yeah. So, so they'll definitely, um, if, if, if they win, they'll definitely be bragging that in our face during that game on the 23rd. Uh, after that, the Sounders are going to head down to play the Galaxy, which shouldn't be that hard since they are trash and Chicharito, I don't know. If he will be back by then. Um, and then we'll have our chance to get our revenge on LAFC back up at CenturyLink. Yes, and uh, I'm definitely happy this is at uh, CenturyLink instead of at Bank of California. Uh, and then into September on the 2nd, they'll play at RSL. And then we will wrap up against uh, the Portland Timbers and the Earthquakes. Hopefully we can get, uh, we can break through the man marking in that game on the tenth, and then um, we'll see what phase two looks like. They've also said uh, eighteen teams will make the playoffs this year. Um, should just be sixteen, but they want regular season to mean something. Playoffs will be. We'll start on the 8th, end in, like, December 12th, I believe it was. Um, but, yeah, we, we still don't know what's going to happen. Still just looking forward to seeing Jao Paolo and Nadero play together. I really can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, the RSL one is, again, back to the travel one. That one's going to be interesting, like, to know how rested we are. It's only a one-hour time difference, but... Yep. So it'll and the altitude. Still a lot of uncertainty for how the season works out. We'll hope it goes smoothly for all of them. And we'll hope to see some uh, better soccer than we saw in this last game. Uh, final note. Um, since we are uh, in a strange uh, transfer window, two former Sounders... Uh, Becoming potentially available. Uh, Brad, uh, Brad Smith is just out of contract. And then there's also rumors of DeAndre Yedlin uh, maybe being available. Do you think either of them wants to play center back? Uh, I don't think they want to play center back. Um, but, and, and especially, I, I'm, I think Yamar is supposed to be back. Because um, he was uh, he was questionable for the game against LAFC. So, um, I'm, I'm guessing he'll, he'll be back. Um. Uh, but wouldn't uh, surprise me if Garth Lagerway has something up his sleeve. Would you want to see um, 
uh, Yedlin and Brad Smith uh, brought back. And since both of them, um, they both have contracts that are sort of expensive, um, and we have three DPs right now, so if we can only get one of them, who are you picking? Um, I think, you know, left back is probably the the place where we have the most competition already, and it's not clear to me that Brad Smith is that much better than um, Joven. Than Nuhu and Joven. Um, I think he's definitely better than Nuhu, but that's only because he's a little older. Um, him and Joven have done a lot, but still, Brad Smith is is great. Yeah, you know. So anyway, both both he and Yedlin, obviously, if they can be healthy and they want to play, could be great additions to the Sounders. I'd be happy with either of them. The other thing about uh, Yedlin is he's well, he has played right back. Um, he has also been playing more more midfield. So we bring. Do do you think if we bring Yedlin back, do you think he'll play midfield or? then do you think Leardom has competition? Because Yedlin definitely has a lot more speed than Leardom. Yeah, I mean, you can see it would give the Sounders a lot of options. Obviously, Jones has moved up to midfield on occasion. Um, the other thing, both of the players are um, have had their fair share of injuries. So, I mean, I, I would still like to see at least one of them. If we bring both of the, them back, that would be great. Um, yep. Obviously, a lot of choices somebody has to make. If 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 uh, Yedlin were to come back, uh, if if either of them were to come back, do you think uh, either of them um, would get their number back? Um, will Bruin, of course, wears number seventeen? Do they or do you think Yedlin would go back to number two when he because he remember he originally wore uh, the number two jersey. Before Dempsey came, and then that that changed. You think we go back to number two? What I really team? couldn't begin to say. Uh, so we'll keep keep up on that, of course. DeAndre Yedlin uh, is always one of our our favorite players. Sounders next game, twenty third of August. We don't know when we'll be back. A lot of changes going on with the podcast right now, but we'll. Hopefully, be back to resu- to uh, uh, to recap that game uh, soon. What is your score prediction, though, for that game against the Timbers? Well, I will go for two-one Sounders. Who uh, is going to score with goals from João Paulo and Jordan Morris? I was going. I think Jao Paulo will be available. I'm going to say four two Sounders. Jordan Morris two goals. Jao Paulo one goal. Yamar one go, and then uh, Diego Valeri and um, Blanco will score too. So a uh, big, big, uh, big game. Um, without the Timbers Army um, there, and. Hopefully they won't be feeling good. Uh, we can take advantage of them not feeling good because of uh, what's going to happen to them tomorrow. Uh, so for that game on the 23rd, wherever you are, since you won't be in the stands, make sure at home you keep your scarves up. <laughs>